This episode of the Rock Solid Podcast is brought to you by U-Turn Audio. Brilliant sound starting at 199 bucks. Everyone deserves a remarkable listening experience, and you'll get it with U-Turn Audio. Check them out at U-TurnAudio.com. Three is a magic number. Yes, it is. Make me a deal and make it good for me. I won't get full of myself, I can't afford to be here. This is small town music, this is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and joining me today live and in person to discuss trios, three-piece bands. And this is the second time we've done this. We done did this uh, like within our first hundred episodes, but it's time to revisit it. So I'm going to call this Trios 2. And again, joining me at the table, live and in person, please welcome Lisa Solak. Hello, Lisa. Hello. How are you? I am good. Welcome back. Thank you. You had... Um, You've had quite a couple of days. Uh, you went to see our own Murray Valariano do stand-up comedy last night. Yes, I did. And you told me you only laughed, what, once? It was a chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> How much time did you do? A little over five minutes? A little over five minutes. Yeah, uh, that's, yeah I mean, five, that, seven. That's not a lot of time to engage the audience, but uh, he's a professional, so he probably uh, it was probably boom, 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 boom the whole time. Yeah, he nailed it. All right, cool. And then uh, how are the other comics on the show? You can be honest. You know, some of them were good, mm-hmm. but some I was like, what the hell? How how are they even up here? <laughs> it was like a new, like it was, a, it, these were yeah, mostly new comedians, I except they, for Murray. They called it Fresh Faces. Fresh Face. Oh, I've seen Murray's face. It's not fresh. Oh, stop. His heart's fresh. They should have done oh, like Fresh Hearts. God, I'm not even. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was cool. That was perfect because you're in town and then he's performing in town. So that was perfect. Even for five minutes. You get to go out and uh, and see him. Did you have a cocktail? Uh, I just had a Stella. A Stella. And did you have any food? I had some pretzels. They're hot pretzels. Stuff. Hot pretzels. Was there something to dip them in? Cheese or mustard or something? Both. Wait, was it good? I love a hot pretzel. Mm. Yeah. Well, of course. It's like Pennsylvania, my, man. Oh, it's you, like you my have favorite. I love pretzels. a hot pretzel. Yes. Yes. The the cheese was uh, more of an aged cheddar, so okay. I really wasn't digging it, but the mustard was a good stone ground, and <sighs> I was all over that shit. Delicious. Uh, how many people in attendance? Was it a lot of people? Yeah, it was full. Yeah, that, they had Flappers Comedy Club. That They get the they bring the people in. That's yeah, great. Yeah, they packed it in. Uh, Jay Leno's always stopping in there and doing some uh, sets, so you can mm. see people there. You can like, see named people there all the time. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's like uh, Jeff Garwin's going to be coming there. <laughs> oh, he's problematic is what I hear. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what did my, what happened with my day? I'm actually supposed to be at work right now, but I called off uh, because... Because I was here? Yeah, of course, yes, of course. I don't work when Lisa's so laxing down. <laughs> no, this morning we had... Uh, Fila injured her tail last week and had to have a surgery on the tip of her tail, blah, blah, blah. I was supposed to take her in today for a bandage change. That's what they said. Bring her in, take the bandage off, make sure it's all healing well, clean it up a little bit, put a new bandage on. So take her at 9 a.m. And then they tell me, they call me, because you just, you have to stay in your car. They come out and get her, they take her in, they're still doing that. 
they call me and they go, you know what? We're not going to bandage it up. We're going to let the air get to it. Hmm. You know, looks good. Everything looks good. And uh, you said she wasn't futzing with her tail last week because she wasn't. We didn't even keep the cone on because she was. Did they really say futzing? Mm, no, I probably said that. Okay. Does anyone say that? Uh, Do you say futzing? Messing? Messing. Futzing. That, that's boomer talk, man. <laughs> They said she wasn't fucking around with her tail. There we go. Um, so I'm like, okay, cool. Okay, I'm not a doctor. So I bring her home in her carrier, take her to the living room, ends up the carrier. I tell Pilar, hey, she's back. They said she didn't need a bandage. So, and I said, I, I have to go to the bathroom because I did. So I go to the one bathroom and all of a sudden I hear like, a, and then Pilar comes out and she's like, and then I hear her say like, oh, Fila, no, no, Fila. And then she yells to me, hey, come on out as soon as you can. So I come out. Fila has immediately ripped her stitches out. Mm. A tip of the tail is blood red. And she's like swinging her tail around as a cat will do. And then blood's just going all over the floor. And so we're trying to keep her away from the furniture because we can wipe it off the hardwood floor. And so I scoop her up and I take her into the laundry room, which has a pocket door mm -hmm. and it's tile. So I put her in there. I shut the pocket door. And blood's still going everywhere. And then Pilar comes in and we're trying to, Pilar's like, here's a wet cloth. See if you can grab the tip of her tub, the tip of her tub, tip of her tail and stop the bleeding. And I can't do that. I'm like, oh, no, I can't do it. So I call, I call them and I tell them what happened. They go, bring her right back in. So I take her right back in and then they have to. Fix her, their mistake. They have to fix their mistake. They have to put her under. And the vet's great. We love the vet. We've had the vet the whole time. She's been in existence. They're great. Can't say enough great things so about the vet. So this is just a bad call. Yeah, yeah, just a bad call. So they had to put her under, and then they had to, uh, you know, bring her out with another injection, and they had to, you know, clean it up, suture it back up, put a bandage on, all that. So I was just not feeling work today because they told me she might be there till three p.m. and Pilar was working all day, and so she couldn't go get her, and so. I just called work and I said, I can't, we're having a cat thing and I can't come in. And they were fine with it. Very but cool. So that was my day. But she's fine now. And, um, you know, that's it. She's good now. Got the bandage back on. Take her in next Tuesday for a bandage change. And those motherfuckers are going to change it. <laughs> They're not going to remove it. No. So. And you're okay. Yeah, I'm okay. But I okay. wasn't okay because I, I was like, yeah, I was beside myself. It was, you know, I'm a cat dad. So, well, also known as a pussy. So I, um, that's, that's how it was. I feel like I can talk like that in front of Lisa. I don't know why, but I apologize, Lisa, no, for the language. No, you do not need to apologize. <laughs> okay, fuck it. Then. At all, yeah. <laughs> all right, so trios. I'm, let me, I'm going to look to see when we did this last time. You and I didn't do it, but I think, no. I, I, think I did it with he who shall not be named. Oh, well, uh, then this will be the better one. The better one. Okay, let me see. Uh, I'm calling this trios number two. Episode 103, that was the tail end of year two. Wow. So, yeah, that's when we did it. And that was, uh, yeah, that's when we did it. So, a long time. A long time ago. I wonder if there's any overlap. Um, I'm, I certainly didn't go back to find out. Yeah. I'm sure there's overlap with artists, mm -hmm. but... With songs, I doubt it. And back then, I think we only did like five songs each or something. So oh, really? That's it? Be, I think we did, yeah. Wow. Sure Buckle we'll, up, people. It's more than five get songs. Get ready, folks. Let me see. You know what? I want to see how long that episode is. 
Something just happened with my headphones. Uh-oh. Am I in charge Check, check, now? check. No, everything's oh, good now. Okay. Oh. Let me see. I'm going to find out how long that episode was. Rock solid trios. I Google that thing and it'll come right up. There you go. Let me add podcast to it. Podcast. Yeah, it's coming right up. Yeah, here we go. And Just filling the time here. Yeah, nothing. Blah, blah, blah. I don't take this out, though. Oh, so like trios. Not. Let me write this. Art 19. Let me try. Let me do a proper search. There it is. There it is. There we go. Finally. All right. I was getting worried This there. was June 27th, 2013. Wow. Like nine years ago. Wow. Right? Is my math right? Yeah. That was BL before Elisa. <laughs> right. Before you were born? No, before I listened. It says three really is a magic number as the trio of Gary, Pat, and Matt play songs from bands that are Trey Cool. All right. Wow. Uh, Gary used to write the uh, those for the most okay. part, I believe. Or maybe, or I might have, now I just, now they're all straightforward because it's just, it's too much to be cute and creative. Clever. Yeah. It's be, yeah. I would just write, uh, Pat invites Lisa Solak back to the guest co-host chair to play songs from bands that are trios. That's what I'm probably going to write. Woohoo! Watch it, out, everybody. Yeah, you, you you know what you're getting. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't have to be all super cute. Be, Hell, they might see my name and skip right over. You know? Well, that's, that's the chance. We're not a trio tonight. It's just two of us. Yeah, that is true. Sadly. All right, and you were the one that um, came up with this topic for tonight. Yes, because you uh you didn't know that we did it before. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Cuz this is I, I feel was unique. I feel like this is a it's so funny. I get it. I'll get emails all the time like, "Have you ever done this?" and then I just like send them the number. Yeah, we did it in 2016. We did it in 2017. Didn't whatever. But um but no, this is a topic that should have been revisited. This should be like trios number 5 as far as I'm concerned. Oh, why, yeah, why how come yeah. this wasn't revisited before? But anyway, Lisa's got a list of songs. I have some of her songs here. Some I will have to just play from the iTunes music store, but we got you covered willy nilly and with no futzing around. Oh God. Okay. Grandpa. <laughs> All right. Oh, let me show you what we're going to do here. Oh, also Lisa has brought out the, uh, Lisa staying here at the house, by the way. Um, Lisa's brought out the high noon sun sips, vodka and soda. This is watermelon made with real juice. So it's healthy vodka with real fruit juice Sparkling water and natural flavors. Now I looked at the. You know, I don't do well with the alcohol, even though I love to imbibe. Is that the word? Yes. Uh, one hundred calories, gluten free. Four point five alcohol by volume. It's not bad. No, because the again the cut water canned margaritas I have are twelve point five. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't be good. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be under the table. Again, when Christy Stratton and I went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction, she drank, I think, two or three of those over the night. I had one, and I and I drank it really fast. And I was like, oh, no. Because I didn't, I don't look, I never look at the alcohol content. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, this is going to be a nice. The stuff in a can. In a can. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it's going to harm me. Uh, we also sell those cut water, all the cocktails, the Mai Tai, the margaritas, we sell those at Trader Joe's, and I always, whenever anyone's buying them, I'm like, have you had these before? And if they have, they're always like, yeah, they're strong. <laughs> and if they haven't, I'm like, these are strong. And people usually say, good, I want a strong drink. Yeah, there you go. Hey, get your money's worth. That's right, right. get your money's worth. All right, here we go. Trios. Lisa, you're the lady. So Am I? Well, 
if you were to see me, you know, tearing up when the cat was bleeding, uh, maybe I would have been the lady, but you're the lady. So what's your first song? My first song is uh, Love and Rockets from their album Express, 1986's Kundalini Express. All right. So I got to look that one up because I had two Love and Rockets albums in my iTunes, but I didn't have this one. And what's the song called? Uh, Kundalini Express. Mm, be careful when you say yeah, that word. Yeah, I have to. I have to be very yeah. careful with that. There's no T in that word. There it is. All right, let's see where this drops us in. I'm gonna play it from the album Express. Yeah. Why am I burping? I had one drink of this okay, last time you were here. I had a smoothie and I had to sniff all night. It's like I was on cocaine, and now I'm burping like an alcoholic. If I chug this, I will let it rip, and it will be hilarious. <laughs> from down below? No. For crying out loud, the wire was loose. Oh, okay. I'm like, what's going on? It's still loose. All right, guys, hold on a second. We're not going to do a whole episode with the wire loose. Hold on. Look at oh, that's terrible. I'm not, yeah. and you know, I won't edit any of this out, Lisa. I mean, usually you do this with a screw loose, but let's <laughs> not do it with the wire loose. Right. Try it again. Okay, I'll chug some Put of this while I'm waiting. Check, check, check. Check, check, check. Check, check. You talk now. Yeah, sure. Here I am. This is mid-show sound check, which is not professional. (laughs) Mid-show? 16 minutes in. Okay. Oh, yeah. Starting it over. Here we go. Okay. Uh, The Kundalini Express from the album Express. The band is Love and Rockets. They're a trio, I'm assuming. Yes. I'm not looking up a picture of them. I'm just assuming they are. Yes. What would that be? Bass, guitar? Drums. Drums. Here we go. Let's see what happens. Nice. I fixed it, folks. I futzed with it. I like that song. Yeah, I I love it. And I picked this one because they both sing lead on this. Usually it's one or the other. All right. So do you know who was in Love and Rockets? I don't, but I've seen this album cover a gazillion times. So Love and Rockets are the three members of Bauhaus without Peter Murphy. All right. So it is David J. Haskins, also known as straight up David J., and his brother, Kevin Haskins, who is the um, drummer. And then Daniel Ash is the guitarist. All right. Yeah, the albums I have are Earth, Sun, Moon, and That's I have the self-titled Love and Rockets. Okay. That, that sounded pretty good. And before listening to it, because I didn't listen to these prior to the show, I would have thought that that wouldn't be something I would enjoy. You you would like Express. Yeah, that's think, good. that sounded great. I think you great. should put that in your library. Yeah, I enjoyed that. If anyone has that, please send it to me. I would appreciate it. They also do a cover of Ball Confusion, which is excellent. 
And who sings Ball of Confusion originally? Temptations. Okay, cool. That would be cool. It is. All right. I'm going to start, because I know this band wasn't played on the first Trios episode, because this band didn't exist. If they did, we didn't know about them. So this is from their their album from 2020. I can't believe this album came out three years ago now. Came out during COVID. It's their third album. It's from the album Women in Music Part 3. This is Haim. And this song is called The Steps. And I love it. cool video too I feel like I played more of my song than I did of your song, so I'm going to watch it next time so that I'm not uh, shirking you. But I wanted to get to the chorus. That was very good. I like that. Yeah. That's first time listen for me. Yeah. Heim's good. And um, they should have a new album out this year then because it's been three years. So that's what I'm thinking. There you go. They're going to open for uh, Taylor Swift on the stadium tour. Ooh, that'd be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when they're out here. Rita has tickets. She seems. She said she, they've, her and her friends have five tickets but that I'm going to be able to use one of those tickets. That's what they keep t- If hmm. they if, Are they going to go back on their word? Are they yanking your chain? <laughs> they might be yanking my chain. Don't futz with it, people. Yeah, because you know they'll be fine, and you're going to be the one crying. Yeah, yeah, when and they play that, when she sings that song, Betty, I'm going to be in a puddle. Yeah, you're going to be crying. You're going to be a total Swifty. <laughs> you're going to tie your yeah, T-shirt like you a, know, yeah. up like a crop top. Yeah, I'm going to look like a creep because I'm a uh, dad. 59-year-old Swifty. All right, what's your next tune? Okay, my next one is Rush, Working Man. Oh. And that's um, from their album Rush, 1974. John Rutsey on drums, not Neil Peart on the first album. Oh, my. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Now, was that noise you made, was that with joy or uh? About John Rutsey? Your uh. Is that what I did when I go, uh? Yeah, and I'm like, is that a happy uh, or is that a... Oh, no, I like this song. I love this okay. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I should have said, woohoo. Yeah, yeah, come I should on. have done like a Homer Simpson, woohoo. Yeah, mix it up a little <laughs> bit, man. <laughs> All right, here's uh, Working Man. I, I don't know if there's a long intro on this. If there is, I'll move it, the it's needle. It's Rush. I'll move the yeah. needle up. Yeah, it's true. It's seven minutes and 12 seconds. Yeah. Move. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a horribly long intro. Okay, I'm going to move the needle, the digital needle. Oh, maybe it wasn't that bad. Oops. I should have just let it play out. Yeah, you're fucking Fuck it, with from it. the top, from the top. 
some people would say maybe you should edit that out. Why, why would I do that? No, no. I that's the show. My theme song now. Oh, there you I go. am now the working man. I'm listening to the drums. It's you know, it's fine. It's all right. It's basic. The, the bass is just oh, I know. It on this. Do you think Rush fans have named their sons Getty? I hope not. That's a rough name, right? Yeah. Is that his real name? I now I have to look know. that up. Yeah, look it up. I don't. Do I he couldn't have been born Getty, right? I mean, that gets to be a nickname for like something else. You know, they're Canadian. <laughs> so what, what are you saying? It could be Getty, my what friend. What are you saying? I love okay, my I'm Canadian friends. On. No. Nope. Is That's it a Eddie? nickname. Nope. Is it Edward? Nope. Gary Lee Weinrib. Gary Lee Weinrib. So he kept the Lee, like I do, Francis, Pat Francis. And then he, and Getty. Let me see if, it's, uh, if there's a reason that. I'm sure if I scroll through, I can find. I'm sure some nerd will email me that I got it wrong. I'm sure Michael Bagford knows. Bags, do you know? Let me know. All right. I'm sure cool. he knows. Gary Lee. Yeah, I like Getty Lee. Yeah, now see, Getty Lee, it's like Sting. But he's the only one that can have that name. Anyone who names their child yes. that, it's no. no. Like, no. And don't name your kid Sting. Right? No. And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey folks, Pat Francis here from the Rock Solid Podcast. I want to talk to you a little bit about U-Turn Audio. Let me tell you something. I own a couple of these Orbit turntables Brilliant sound, simple design, pure analog experience. They come in a multitude of colors. They look cool. They sound even better. You got to get one of these. And you know what? If you want to make your listening experience even better, I recommend plugging in a pair of their Ethos-powered speakers. Look, the turntable has a built-in preamp. All you do is plug these things in, turn them on, drop the needle, and go. Old school analog power that fits on your bookshelf. Ultra low distortion, amplification meets classic speaker design. We are talking about Ethos, high fidelity stereo speakers that deliver immersive analog sound. The link is in the description, but it's easy. UturnAudio.com. Now back to the show. All right, let's, let's rock a little bit. This is from 2004. This is this band's only album. The album is called TMG1, which means they planned on having other albums, <laughs> but then they never did. This band is called the Tak Matsumoto Group, TMG. Tak Matsumoto. What did you say? What are you doing? What me? do you mean? I'm going to tell you who's in this band. Let me look it up. Type Tak. There it is. He's a Japanese musician. Okay. All right. 61 years old. 
plays mm-hmm. guitar. And uh, where's his discography? Where is it? 61, he only has one album? No, no, no. He only has one album with, with, with these guys. Okay, oh. so here's in the band. This is who's in the band. Okay. Tak Matsumoto on mm-hmm. guitars. Eric Martin from Mr. Big is on lead vocals. Mm-hmm. Jack Blades mm-hmm. from Night Ranger is on bass, background vocals, and co-lead vocals on the song Everything Passes. And then uh, Cindy Blackman plays drums. Now, she's now Cindy Blackman Santana. She married Carlos Santana. Mm-hmm. And she's the female drummer that you see in all the Lenny Kravitz videos because she okay. was with Lenny Kravitz touring band for quite some time. And then Brian Titchy who is in Dead Daisies. He drums on some of the other tracks. But that's it. Now, okay. I, I don't know how they got hooked up with this uh, Tak Matsumoto, but they did. And uh, I discovered this album because I got into Mr. Big a few years ago, and then I was just trying to find everything that anyone played on. So this song is called Kings for a Day. So let's rock. Okay, let's hope it's Fucking good. Fucking rock. fucking good yeah yeah so uh and it's real it's really hard to find but uh i do have a physical copy and uh you know wink wink nudge nudge if uh anyone out there wants to hear it yeah. wink wink nudge nudge that's all i'm saying okay all right lisa was good what's your I next tune that. okay my next one is nirvana now i know i need more than three people in the band i didn't need, mm-hmm. I, but but it's really just credited to the three guys uh, Nirvana, Nirvana. Do I know that band? Yeah, yeah. Just a little, <laughs> little three piece out of the Seattle area. Yeah. Now this one, I actually have early nineties. I, I have to play this one. I don't have this one. I have to play this one from uh, from iTunes. And the song's called Penny Royalty from uh, In Utero, nineteen ninety three. I was not. I had their first three out. Al- you know, well, I had their first three albums or mm-hmm. their three albums, I should say, and. Uh, I liked them okay, but I was not the fanatic that a lot of people were. It was uh, right when I got out of high school, mm-hmm. and I liked Pearl Jam more, and I liked yeah. Soundgarden more, and Nirvana was like, I was like, eh, yeah, okay, yeah, not bad. Yeah, it never, d- I, mean, I mean, look, I can appreciate it now. It's so funny because kids have discovered it from Ugh. Stranger Things mm-hmm. and from The Batman the mm-hmm. Batman feature, I forget which song is in the Batman, but like Rita's like, do you know Nirvana? I'm like, yeah. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, yeah, just I don't know why it, it didn't grab me because what I was into when these bands came out was still my '80s holdover stuff. And although I could appreciate it, you know, yeah, yeah Pearl yeah. Jam's good. Yeah, Mike Schmidt and I are still going to do a Pearl Jam episode. So oh, get ready go. for five hours of of that. I'm I'm all on it. Uh, Penny Royal Tea. What's that about? Any ideas? Or you just like it? You know what? I knew what it was about when it first came out, but I haven't heard it in a while, but I remember that it was one of the ones I really liked. I liked the slower mm -hmm. songs, uh, the more emotive, emotional songs. I like I like those more. Yeah. Um, their cover of The Man Who Sold the World, I absolutely love that. Yeah. There's three big songs on this album, Heart Shaped Box, mm -hmm. Rape Me, and All Apologies. Huge. Yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Penny Royalty. Kind of fun playing from the iTunes store because then they decide where it's queued up. There you go. And that was a good there spot. Go. I wasn't. I had nothing bad to say about where they queued it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I looked up Penny Royalty. Mm-hmm. Okay. How can I say this? Um, Is it a sex act? <laughs> no, no. It's an actual tea, an herbal tea that was used to. Get rid of unwanted pregnancies. Oh boy, it's uh, it's the Plan B tea. <laughs> yes, yes. All right. So I'm just like, oh, and then it's it's highly toxic and it can cause injury and death. So oh boy, it's like, is that what we're drinking right now? Just, just drink up, my friend. <laughs> glug 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 glug. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna bring something new. 2023. Ooh, look at you. It's like a super group. It's called Boy Genius. And it's comprised of Phoebe Bridgers, Julian Baker, mm, can't talk, Julian Baker, and Lucy Dacus. Or is it Dacus? I don't know. Either oh, way. Oh, that is three people this time. That is three people. Yeah, I kind of dropped the ball with the with the Tak Matsumoto group. You were too excited about it. I'll let it pass. Yeah, because I, I don't know if I've ever played them on here and- the picture on the album is just those three guys. So then I didn't think, oh yeah, there's drums on it too. What the fuck? That's fourth person. All right. So this is from Boy Genius Supergroup. The album's called The Record. It's not out yet, but a couple of songs are out. And this song is called Not Strong Enough. Every 
boy genius. That's good. Yeah, that's good stuff. You're bringing it, Pat. I'm, I'm trying to. I don't, I don't want to shirk my responsibilities when someone wants to do an episode, and I just don't want to, you know, play the same bands with their three pieces that we all know, even though I do have some of those on my list. Okay. Then I saw your list, and I'm like, how did I forget that band? How did I forget this band? But who do you got now? I have uh, Green Day. All right. Uh, basket Case from their album uh, Dookie, 1994. Dookie means poop. Yep. And and that's what I thought this band was when they first came out. Just poop. Oh my god, I did not like them at all. I thought they were a bunch of posers. <laughs> I mean, I would go into a rage when I saw them, like a full on all right. rage. And now I hear it, and I'm like, you know, that that was pretty good. Maybe I was a little harsh. Yeah. And my daughter likes them, so and now I, they have so many albums and they've done so many cool things. I mean, and they did a play. They've and really the progressed whole... as musicians, like you know what I mean? Yeah. They yeah. still rock, but then they but they're there's more to them now than just some yeah. garage punk band. Yeah, yeah. And they're not okay, they're not posers. Okay, so you know. Nineties Lisa was a little bit of a bitch. <laughs> So I'm putting them in here to sort of make amends to All right. day. So 1994 basket case. basket case from Dookie. Here we go. Here we go. Do you have the time to listen to me whine about nothing and everything all at once? I am one of those melodramatic fools. Neurotic to the bone, no doubt about it Sometimes I give myself the creeps Sometimes my mind plays tricks on me It all keeps setting up Here it comes I I'm cracking up And am I just paranoid? Am I just up? Sounds great in the headphones. Holy crap. I remember why I didn't like them. Okay. The fake accent. <laughs> Aren't they from Boston? Uh they're 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 not from another country. I know oh, that. No, they are not. What oh. I brought, uh, I also brought Green Day songs. Uh, they have a compilation album called Shenanigans, and there's a couple of covers on there, but I don't know which one to play. I've been listening to Ramones all week, and I'm so into the Ramones, and they do a cover of a Ramones song, but they also do a cover of a Kinks song. So which one do you want to hear? One that won't make me mad. So don't do the Ramones one. Okay. These are pretty straightforward. You don't like the Ramones? No, I love the Ramones, but I don't want to hear them do it okay. because I'm a little irritated again. <laughs> so Both of these are straightforward covers, but okay, we'll do the Kinks and the song is Tired of Waiting. Ooh, nice. Okay. Oh, 
not too shabby. I like how rich his voice sounds. Now. Yes, that was from two thousand two. Wow. So that's that's I don't even like to say it. That's twenty one years ago. Like I feel like Green Day's just been out around for ten years. Yeah. This we fell through some time, sort of time. I know or some something. time continuum. Quantumania. Marvel did it. The Marvel movies did this. Yes. Yes. Insane. All right, Lisa's list. Okay, we're going with, we're going way back. Well, not way, way back, but way back enough. This was one of my favorite bands when I was, let's see here, I would say 14, 13 years right. old. I was all about this band. It is the Thompson Twins. All right, now hold on. You take your time now while I look this up. Okay. Okay, the keep Thompson going. Twins. All right. The song is called We Are Detective. And it was the album I had that it was on was called Sidekick that came out in 83. And mm. I know it was on something else, but my version was on Sidekick. And I absolutely loved this band. It was it was insane how much I liked them. Did I, and the singer, is it Thomas Bailey? Tom Bailey. Tom Bailey. I feel like, was he on um, our friend John Lamoureux's podcast? Was he a guest on The Hustle? I feel like he might have been. John Lamoureux has a podcast? <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think, I, it I would, think he might have been on John's podcast, but I don't, That's, that's you know his what? wheelhouse. It is his wheelhouse. I got to look it up. And I got to tell you, I saw Tom Bailey and Howard Jones at uh, Ravinia outside of Chicago. Okay. About... Four or five years ago, and they brought the house down. Nice, Howard Jones. It. I don't know if you've seen Howard Jones lately. Well, I know or, he, and I know he's been. He's definitely been on the Hustle podcast. Okay, that guy. It is a party when he plays. It was like right. a freaking rave. So, that was one of the best shows I've been to. It was. It was wild time. But yeah, I love I love the Tom's Twins, Tom Bailey, Alana Curry, and Jolie Way. Wow, the three main people. Yeah, you know, I'm looking. I can't find it. So I can't what? find it. So uh, look, I know, I know uh, Howard Jones has been on, and I think, I think Tom Bailey was on. I hope I'm not speaking out of turn. Maybe John was trying to get him, but I thought, I thought he was on. But anyway, anyway, Weird Detective. Now the version I have is on something called Platinum and Gold Collection. It's from a best of, but it's got to okay, be the same yeah, one, the right? the same one. Yeah, I hope they didn't futz with it. <laughs> they, they all, they're all the same running time, like three minutes and six seconds, so there it's got to go. be it. Here we go. There you go. Somebody's after me. His footprints by the garden tree Last night when I got home I got the feeling I was not alone Someone is on our tail We think they're opening up our morning mail And now each time the telephone rings We think of frightening things Uh, 
I just texted John Lamoureux to, to get confirmation on that. Oh, I don't want to give misinformation, although I'm not going to edit it out. There you go. Ah, oh, damn it. What? He said, no, I wish. Oh. Damn. Too bad. I'm so recording sorry. and said that he was. Oh, my God. You are so old right now. What are you doing? What? Because I'm, uh, I'm texting with one finger? Yeah, and saying it as you're texting Yeah, because I want to get this on the show. Damn, I'm recording and I said he was. And then I'm going to type, fuck. All right. Well, I hope he gets wow. in this year. Yeah, that's wild. I don't, yeah. I mean, you got Howard Jones. You get Tom Bailey, right? Yeah, yeah. I know, I know he worked really long and hard to get Howard John, Jones. I think that was like his number one that he wanted that. to get. So when I saw that he got him, I was like, there he is. He got him. There you go. He there fucking go. got him. What was wild about this song is, you know, wasn't Google back then. Mm-hmm. And I remember that one line where they said they're opening up our morning mail. And I'm like, did they get mail twice a day in England? Maybe they did. I was like, the morning mail. Wow. They get a lot of mail. Get a lot over of mail. There. I would love mail twice a day. I, I just thought it. that was wild. All right. My next song is from, because uh, I wanted to represent the ladies today, too. So mm. this is from a band, a one off, it's a super group called The Graces. The Graces were an American pop rock band in the late 80s, early 90s, featuring Charlotte Caffey from the Go-Go's, Meredith Brooks, she sings that bitch song, right? Mm-hmm. That's her. And Gia, I can't, it's an Italian name, C-I-A-M-B-O-T-T-I, Chiambati? Mm. Sure, let's go with I it. I think she was an actor. I think she was an actress. Let me see. I'm going to click on her. An American singer. All right. Uh, joins Bruce Springsteen's back uh, band as backing vocalist in 92. Mm-hmm. All right. Worked with Lucinda Williams. All right, yeah. Okay. So this is The Graces. And Charlotte, they would trade um, lead vocals. They okay. would, you know, they didn't, they might have shared them a couple of times, but then they would all trade off. So this song is called Lay Down Your Arms. And this is Charlotte Caffey on lead vocal. So right. Let's check out the Graces from the album Perfect View, 1989. The Graces. Very nice. Who wrote that song? Uh, I'll tell you in one second. I'll look it up. I believe. Oh, here I can just. Uh, I know. I put all. I put in all the the, the info in my iTunes. Yeah, so. I know. You're a nerd. Da-da-da. Charlotte Caffey, Ellen Shipley, and Ralph Shuchek. Okay. Shoot. No. Shuck it. Ralph Shuck it. <laughs> That's what it says. Yeah, Rhymes with fuck you it. Did. Charlotte Caffey, Ellen Shipley, and Ralph Shuckett. I don't okay. know why I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't read. So that's okay. Yeah, nineteen eighty nine. 
Nice. Right before grunge was coming in, they laid down some of that. Boy, grunge just threw so many people off the Under the bus. Get under the fucking bus. The the music didn't. It could have existed on the radio. I've said this a million times. Grunge music could have existed on the radio alongside everything else. Yeah. Because 80s Lisa knows that we heard Michael Jackson and Prince and U2 and Springsteen and Poison. And we heard everything on, you know top 40 radio so yeah. that's shit could have lived along with it yeah yeah uh, the, it's the corporate people that yeah they were really... like no clear the decks this is what we're doing now oh, yep, okay yep. screw y'all yep yep all right lisa's next song okay we are going with the beastie boys all right i thought i definitely thought i had beastie boys in my thing but i, I didn't and this is uh from license to ill 1987 i went with brass monkey uh, what is, what's what's this song about? What's I, Brass Monkey about? I don't know. We is used, that a sex act? We, I doubt it. <laughs> I think we, everything's a sex act. We used to mosh to this like right. you would not believe. I have a lasting ankle injury because oh, no. of this. What did someone step on your ankle? Yeah, yeah, sort of like. You and know, then were you afraid to go home and tell your parents you got hurt, so you just let it heal on its own? Yeah. Yeah, and you should have gone to the emergency room. There was there was a divot. There's a divot in my ankle oh, to this day. Lisa. With a, I think I chipped the bone. Oh um, my god! But you know how you sort of lose track of yourself and your foot goes sideways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it went sideways, someone stepped up. Oh my fucking god! And I kept dancing. Oh my god! How were you wasted? No, no. This was at the local juice bar. All right. In Displains. Illinois, man, McGreevy's. Anyone remember McGreevy's? Sounds familiar. And uh, I was on Golf Road, and uh, yeah, All right. this song would go on, and we would go ape shit. You would go insane, <laughs> ape shit. Get it? Yeah, I do Brass get monkey. it. Browse monkey. Now this song is only two minutes and thirty-seven seconds, so I'm curious if they're gonna give me ninety seconds or just thirty seconds of the song. Either way, let's play it from iTunes. There we go. Let's go. And oh, it's giving us ninety. I saw them live. They opened for Madonna on the Like a Virgin tour, but that was before that was before we knew that's before we knew anything about them. You know? And I was like, who are these guys? Like no one cared. It was funny. Oh my god. Ballsy for Madonna to bring them out. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know in the early days that that was her jam, it seemed like. She really did help people out. Yeah. I'm gonna guess Brass Monkey was something like Mad Dog or something. Mad Dog 2020? Yeah. Sounded like a drink. Maybe a little aphrodisiac. I guess I could look it up. See what a brass monkey. Girls got wild, it seems like, with these guys. 
Yeah, the only way the girls are getting wild with these guys is if they had some brass monkeys. <laughs> uh, brass monkey, brass monkey. It's a, song. it's a cocktail. Here we go. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Lay it on me, man. Brass monkey is a brand name of pre-mixed cocktails made by the Hublin Company. Uh, pre-mixed cocktails, brass monkey. It doesn't say what's in it. Oh, but it's okay. got to get you fucked up, right? Yeah, that's why I'm thinking Mad Dog. You know, it's, Little Boone's Farm, you know Yeah, I mean? it's got to be something that tastes good but has a high alcohol content for sure. Yeah. It doesn't right. say what's in it? It didn't. I cannot find out. That is wild. If I find it, I You might be able to you. find it. Make me look bad by you finding it. I'm an archivist, you know. That's true. All right. I, a couple weeks ago for my, go ahead. Dark rum, vodka, and orange juice. Oh, that's going to taste delicious. Nighty night, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mr. Cosby has sent a drink over for you. <laughs> my, my kids about Bill Cosby, if they get on this thing and they'll be like, you know, zippity zoop, there's a pill in your soup. <laughs> oh my God. When you know, when I'm I was just at, like, what are you doing, look, kids? Obviously we shouldn't be joking about this, but I we, know. But we are I know. and just ignore it. We're we're awful people. We know what we're doing and we don't condone it. But we we're do making not. we we're do making not. it's dark humor. Everyone yes. loves it. Yes, because he is he is going to rot. Yeah. Our friend Tony Greathouse made the funniest joke when a couple weeks ago when I was at Pensacon. Because everyone was cosplaying. Like, every single person we saw that was in attendance was Everyone cosplaying. was Bill Cosby? Well, that's what he said. He goes, you know what? With all this cosplaying, I'm a little disappointed that we're not seeing more <laughs> Cliff Huxtables. <laughs> and I thought that, oh, was a pretty, I thought that was a pretty solid joke. Oh, my joke. God. You rock, Tony. I know right. you're going to be listening. You rock. Sweetly. Yeah, you, you rock sweetly. Uh, rock me gently. Rock me sweetly. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, my album of the of the day, I was doing the police um, discography, and man, if they haven't moved up so high on my list of favorite bands, I just fucking love those five police albums so much. Really? And every time you're not a police fan, it gets old on me very quickly. Yeah, I don't know what. Maybe it's been a long time since I, since I've listened, but I I never I've never waned on my love of the police but it just sounded so good to this uh 59 year old man so i dug deep for a police song okay. and i took a b-side it's the b-side of walking on the moon and the song is called visions of the night okay so let's hear it This is 
that's some gob in your eye punk rock there. That that is a police I can get behind. Yeah, yeah. That's um yeah, I think they're I think they're remembered too much sometimes for every breath you take. And those early records are just so fucking great. I just love it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Probably one of my favorite <clears throat> lyrics of all time is actually a police lyric. Let me hear it. Uh Packed like lemmings in the shiny metal boxes. Yes, packed like lemmings into shiny metal boxes. Contestants Contestants in a suicidal race. And that's on Synchronicity. That's on that album. Oh, my God. I love that line. I love that song. Yeah. Is that Synchronicity 1 or 2? I forget. I get this. I think it's 2. Are you sure? 95% sure, Pat. Let's check. I think wow. it's synchronicity too. Also, you know, I'm I'm gonna break your fingers. Let's check. Let's look it up and eat them. No, sync. I'm gonna feed them to your cat. All right, uh, <laughs> gross. Don't do that. Okay, you think it's synchronicity too? Yes. Here we go. I think you're right. I know I'm right. Yep. Already, I know you are. Listen to that bass. Yep. And then I gotta play Synchronicity 1 so we know the difference. Here we go. Yeah. That's more boppy. Still good though. Yeah. Here come the drums. The drums really kick in. Here they come. Hoping to get Stuart Copeland back on the show soon. Oh, it'll, be nice. it'll be via Zoom. He's not going to invite me to his house again. But hey, man, you never know, man. Man, that was the highlight of all highlights. I just, I forget that that happened, and then when I remember that it happened, I'm just like, fuck. That's did like, you get in your car? Did you have to sit in your car for a moment? I was there like a half hour early, and Kyle couldn't go with me, so I had to go in and set up the stuff myself, mm-hmm. which I feel immediately lessens your cred as the interviewer when you're setting up your own shit. Mm-hmm. So, again, this story is for people who have never heard this story. So his assistant lets me in, and she lets me into the Sacred Grove, which is what he calls his drum studio in his house. And he has videos on YouTube. You can see the Sacred Grove, and you can go to our Facebook page, and I've posted tons of pictures because when we were finished i said can i take pictures in here before i leave he goes take pictures of whatever you want he's very accommodating wow so i'm setting my stuff up and all of a sudden i hear hey pat i'm Stuart," and my fucking heart went up into my throat and then dropped down into my shoe and i started to i felt like i was going to hyperventilate Wow, and that had up to that point that had never happened before. It happened again when Nancy Wilson walked in, but up to that point, I did not had not experienced any uh, stage fright or feelings like that. And I was like, "Oh my god!" So I turn around, there he is, shakes my hand. I said, "I'm just setting up, and then we'll get ready to go." He goes, "Okay," and then he says, "Do you want some coffee?" And I'm not, I wasn't, I didn't drink coffee at all at that point. Mm-hmm. I said, "No, I'm okay." little beat he goes sure you don't want some coffee i'm like no i'm fine third time he says you know we have really great coffee here 
So now my in my head, I'm like, how do I not let Stuart Copeland make me a fucking cup of coffee? Yeah. Who has that story? You would have your lips on the same cup that he that he had drank used. off of. Yeah, yeah. It's just like and it was like a tiny. It was like tiny coffee. cup, so it was like really strong. But I drank that whole fucking thing, even though I was like choking it down. I loved it. You it want the best coffee ever? Uh, mm. The best. And so he is. We're we're. We're across each other from a table no bigger than the one we're at right now, but I was like straight across from him, and there was no time during that entire interview that I wasn't thinking, that's fucking Stuart Copeland of the police in the biggest band of all time, 1982-83. That's the biggest band of all yeah, time. exactly. Um, it would be like interviewing Bono face-to-face or something, you know, whatever. Um, so then I get home, immediately check the file, and none of the music had recorded in real time, which was fine because mm, I can fix can that. Drop it in, yeah. I can drop it in, and I did. It's the first time I ever dropped music in, and no one you would listen to it, you wouldn't know. But I was just so thankful that his audio recorded because if his audio wouldn't, because I have no idea why the music didn't record because I was hearing it, he was hearing it. But anyway, that was an amazing thing. It was the loose wire. It was something. No, because when the wire's loose, we can hear that it's yeah, not. That's true. So I don't know that's what the true. fuck happened. I really don't. I just don't. Um, but anyway, I digress with a story I've told a thousand times. I should play that. that. Fine. I should you play should. that. I, I should play that, that sting thing. that Steve-O made, but or I don't think Steve-O made it. Whoever made it. Yeah, that's that's a good one. I like that one. Yeah, but I can't find it right now because so. I don't know. I was. Gonna, I should have that queued up at all times. Yeah, you should. I that should. and nerd talk. Nerd. <laughs> I love nerd talk. But with you, it would have to be those chicks and guys are nerds. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just, he, look, Steve-O, yeah. it's not cool. That, sexist, yeah, yeah. You think that chicks can't be nerds? Yeah. You right. need a Lisa sting now. Yeah. Steve-O. What Get would that be? It. I don't know. 80s Lisa's a moron. I... <laughs> <laughs> What's your... Another story from Lisa. Everyone, you know, got Pat's stories and got Lisa's Yeah, but they've stories. never heard your stories before. I've given some of Getting them. your ankle broken. <laughs> at a bar listening to Brass Monkey yeah damn right were you drinking at that bar no I told you it was a juice bar man okay well, I didn't know I didn't know if only. juice meant I didn't know what that meant yeah it it's and um, it means steroids. no okay we were all juice you guys are juicing up okay <laughs> you blasting your quads <laughs> that doesn't stop <laughs> okay what's your next tune my next tune is Stray Cats nice. from Built for Speed 1982 Rock This Town I've interviewed two of these guys. I cannot, Brian Setzer will never do an interview. And every time I reach out, every time he has a new album out, anytime, it's always a no. I just don't think he does it. For someone who is so, he, his his persona is cool. Yeah. That is uncool. It's uncool. It's uncool. Because I remember when this video hit, I remember this album. Yeah. I was young, I'll just say that. And it was something you've never seen before. No. It, it was mind-blowing. It wasn't something that our parents hadn't seen, but it was something we had never yeah, seen. No one yeah. was doing rockabilly. We're like, this is the coolest shit I've ever seen. And when Lee Rocker was on the show, he said that this was this was their music, nothing phony about it. They lived this music 24-7. When they you, found it, they loved tell. it. Yeah. You can tell by just the way they dressed and the way they carried themselves. They still I mean, carry themselves that same way. Sleeveless, tattoos, pompadours. Rock this town. It's undeniable.
so simple, so, so good. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, a stand up bass. Stand up I mean, bass. Uh, a bass. Drum. Yeah, a snare, a bass, and a cymbal. Oh my god! And when uh, when I saw um, Slim Jim Phantom open for the Fix just a few months ago, that's the kid he had, and man, so much fun to watch. Because I was like, "What's this going to be like? Is it going to be?" And I was like, "Wow, he's really doing a lot of stuff with just those couple of instruments." That's talent, man. Yeah, really good. Um, I was going to say something else about the uh, Stray Cats. I hope they come back around because I've never seen them. They yeah, did a 40th anniversary tour. I mean, I feel like they should lean into that every five years or so, mm -hmm. you know, if they're still alive and they still enjoy each other's company and everything, you know, yeah, they should I just do it. it. Man. And those, I'm going to tell you, those Lee Rocker solo albums are dynamite. I mean, mm -hmm. he he sings as good as Brian does. Yeah. yeah. But uh, So got, check those out. I've got two of them. Yeah, check those out. All right, what's my next band? We went from The Police, then we went into the... Stray Cats, both from the same era, pretty much. So I'm going to go back to 2020. Ooh. The band is uh, The Chicks. Mm -hmm. They used to be called something else, but now they're The Chicks for political reasons. Yep. They don't shy away from stirring it up. Nope. No, they don't. And uh, Natalie Maines has a new solo album coming out this year. I'm going to try to get her on the show because I think she'd be fun to talk to. Oh, yeah. For sure. Ballsy, some ballsy chicks. Yes. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is from the album Gaslighter, which is basically an entire fuck you album to Natalie Maines's ex. You know? You know how um, Taylor Swift will throw like one or two songs down? Mm -hmm. This is fucking, they lean the whole way in on this, and her partners in crime were willing to go with it. This song is called Tights on My Boat. Okay. Yeah. You're going to find out about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. I hope you die peacefully in your sleep. Just kidding. I hope it hurts like you hurt me. I hope that when you think of me, you can't breathe. I hope you never find a sock to match the other one. Hey, will your dad pay your taxes now that I'm done? I can promise you're not fooling anyone. And you can tell the girl who left your tights on my boat that she can have you now. Yeah, you can tell the girl who left her tights on my boat that she can have you now. You're gonna get what you got coming to ya. You're gonna get what you got coming to ya. You're gonna get what you got coming to ya. You are, you are. You're gonna get what you got coming to ya. Can't be the first one to ever tell ya. You're gonna get what you got coming to ya. You are, you are. It's the last thing I say. There you go. Damn. I know, man. 
She needs to do an album with Alanis Morissette. <laughs> oh my God. Miley Cyrus and yeah. Pink. Yep. Uh, the person she's talking about is actor Adrian Pazder. And man, that line about, is your dad going to pay your taxes now that I'm through? Oh my Damn. God. What a fucking kick in the fucking nuts. Wow. The whole album. You should listen to that album, Lisa. If you like that one, it it's unrelenting in the hate of one gentleman. Oh my god! But the songs are I good. Like it. that's that's a very stripped down song. But the, some of the songs are so, I mean, those lyrics though. Oh wow, <laughs> love it. I know, really. Jesus Christ, <laughs> guys, don't don't do the ladies wrong. Don't man. Don't do it. You will regret it for the rest yeah, of your you life. You will. You will. All right. What's next? Okay, the next one I have. What is a trio without mentioning ZZ Top? And you know what? It didn't even it didn't even occur to me. Come That's on, what's man. funny. When I was thinking of trios, then I saw your list. I'm like, of course, this and that and this and that. I didn't think of the Stray Cats either. But I mean, how? But um, that's why we're a good team, Pat. That's true. And I and then well, I'll tell you in a minute. But oh, okay. what's your song? This is a classic. Uh, Lagrange. This is from the 2006 remaster, so it's going to sound fucking sweet. Oh, there you go. The original is from 1973. Rumors spreading round. That sounds good in the cans, man. You know what I'm talking about. Just let me know if you want to go. It's going to blow us out of our seats in a minute. That's okay, man. Oh, my. Oh, Rock in peace, Dusty Hill. Oh, that was that sounded great. I think they I think they hold the record for the band that was together the longest with without a change in lineup. Wow, I can see and, that. And if Dusty Hill hadn't passed, there still wouldn't be a change in lineup. So that's true. That's pretty cool. Um, well, that made me actually. I had to pick. I had to pick a, a ZZ Top song too. And this is from. Of course, I, you did. Yeah, Copy I did. Cat. I cheated. I, you know, I copycatted. This is from an album that came out last year called Raw. It also served as that little old band from Texas original soundtrack to their documentary. So they re-recorded some stuff. So um, so Billy Gibbons' voice is a little bit different, but still cool. Maybe a little bit more gravel. And I chose Heard It on the X. <laughs> Yeah. 
two bands I've never seen, Stray Cats and ZZ Top. I will, yeah, I will, they come them. anywhere close. I will go see both of those bands. I know ZZ Top is missing a member now. That's yeah. what life brings us. But I will not, I will not miss going to see that show when they come. There I can't. You go, man. Yeah. I got to see it. Yeah, now you got to go. I just realized that I didn't include one of my favorite bands. Well, we can include them now. No one would have to know. But now you said it and I'm not yeah. editing it out. What's the band? The Bee Gees. <sighs> my boys. And the again, Brothers Gibbs. And again, that's they're augmented by other players too. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's, it's, it's the it's, main three. It is. So, so yeah, let's yeah. do it. I played that uh, Tak Matsumoto group. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so what song do you want? I want Let There Be Love. I bet I have it. Let there be love. Love. God, because it's it. mainly sung by Barry, there but it is. in the middle, Robin sings a verse. And I love when they sing separately and then together. All right. I Robin was my favorite. He was my favorite singer. Mm. And then Barry, you know, took over, and that's when they became really popular. A lot of people don't even know Robin was, like, the leader in the beginning. If Robin looked as good as Barry, he would have remained the leader. Robin did look as good as Barry. All right, easy. Um, this is from the album Idea, 1968. Now, I have uh, I have a bunch of stuff here. I have, uh, I have the stereo version i have the mono version i have an alternate mix we don't want that bullshit yeah, alternate yeah, mix yeah. so do you Let's, want stereo or mono uh surprise me pat i'm gonna play stereo because i think when they yeah when, when they, they meld their voice when voices, they meld their voice it might be better in stereo yeah, and i know it's somewhat in the middle because barry starts singing first and then robin comes in well, a few verses i'll later. start it at the beginning and then I'll, I'll jump in okay and you can let us know who's singing okay Robin's very high. His voice is so high. And he was high in the 70s. <clears throat> so skinny. Oh, my God. So much. Jesus, so, so much. much so much amphetamine. Skinny. You know why? Because he was the songwriter, and he was up like 24-7. Wow. Writing music because he wanted to keep the band going. Unbelievable. Here we go. Can be loved by you in Paradise Avenue. Let there be life so everyone lives to love. Let it happen to me. Find Robin. Can 
pop over to the mono to see if we can tell a difference. Okay. Let it be cool. I kind of like that better, actually. Yeah. Let me hear Barry and Mono. I'm going to back it up. So I like Mono. Oh, I like Mono, too. Or Mono also. All right. Go with Mono, folks. You got me, Pat. Wow. You crying? Oh, yes, I am. She's fucking crying on a baby. I think, uh, I think that's the high noon talking. Oh, no. No, I cry. And uh, I always cry when Robin sings. Not because he's bad. He he was he was my favorite from when I was a little kid. I just absolutely loved him. What did he do? He had cancer. Yeah, yeah, kidney, and kidney, I believe. And uh, Robin uh, Barry and what was Morris Morris, and he had a twisted bowel. Uh, yeah, that was like a freak. That was yeah. a freak thing. He shouldn't have really died. No, 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 no. no. And you do know that. Robin and Barry, or Robin and Morris, were fraternal twins. Yes, I did know that. Yeah. I did know that. Um, and now Barry goes alone. Uh, Br- Brother Gib. Have you ever seen him? No. He he did a tour right after Robin died. And I went with my sister and sister-in-law. And he was duetting with his brothers. They would have videos. <sighs> I was a wreck. <laughs> I can imagine. A, a wreck. And I think my sister-in-law filmed me crying <laughs> to be funny and then realized it was really tragic. It was really real. Yeah, it's not funny. <laughs> yeah. And they went out and they bought some fabric and they actually made like a little towel and they had embroidered on it Lisa's crying towel <laughs> for me to bring to concerts. I don't know if that's nice or if they're kicking they you were, when you're down. A little bit of bull, because I'll, w- I'll be like, well, you know, I'm going to this concert. I better bring my crying towel. bring my crying towel. Because I actually oh. had paper towels for this show, for Barry's show, because I knew I was going to get upset. And I had paper towels, and they were soaked. Oh, so rough. Hot mess. It's rough. I'm going to call an audible, and I'm going to play a band called Paris. This is the band um, that was started by Bob Welch, who was in uh, who was in Fleetwood Mac. Is this this? I think this is after his Fleetwood Mac days, but before. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I think it's after his Fleetwood Mac days, but before his solo uh, days with the with the album French Kiss. But uh, this kind of rocks, and this song is called from the self titled Paris album. This is called Black Book. Ooh. So let's hear it. open and you better jump back. Black 
is open and you better watch out. All right, that's Bob Welsh, vocals and guitar, Glenn Cornick, bass guitar and keyboards, and Tom Mooney drums. That is a true trio. So there, there you go. go. There would you go. Would you like the uh, dates on this? On the... Uh, on where it landed? Yeah. So we had Fleetwood Mac, then Paris 1976, and then the solo album was 1977. Mm-hmm. And I did not know he did Sentimental Lady. Yeah, yeah. And Fleetwood Mac plays on his first solo album. Christine McVie's on there. Lindsay's on there. I think Stevie is. I know, wow. and I know Mick is. Yeah. So, but yeah, that that's still sad to me that he uh, get ready for the soapbox didn't get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, he's yeah. on five studio albums. Him and Christine are basically the Lindsay and Stevie. And I know those albums aren't yeah. what the Lindsay and Stevie albums are, but still he kept the band vital and on Warner brothers records for those years. So yeah, definitely kind of rough. He should definitely be in. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. That's but, a load. Yeah. That's, and there's no going back. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to like go, you know what? We made a mistake. We'll they could, in. they could be the right mm-hmm. thing to do, but they won't do the right thing. No, never. All right. What's your next one? Okay. Now let me tell you this. Okay. I only have one more song. Okay. So let me make sure. I have one more song. I have one more song. Okay. So one of your, ne- you have two more songs, right? I have four more songs. You have four more songs. I can, I can trim. No, no, no. Then, then never, what I'm going to tell you is one of your songs is probably going to be the play out. Oh, so okay. just keep in mind which one you want as your play out. We'll keep going. And I'll just pick a couple more. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's go. My next one is uh, Muse. I know Muse is polarizing to some people. <laughs> you just saw them in concert, right? Yes, I did. I None of my friends like them. <laughs> so every time they come to town, I'm like, anyone want to see Muse with me? And literal crickets. <laughs> so this year, the tickets went on sale. And I'm like, anyone want to go with me? Crickets. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I have to stop being a pussy. Yeah, you're going. I'm going to go. It's down at the United Center. And I'm like, you know what? I can do this. I I can go solo to a concert. I've gone solo to the damned and smaller shows. I can do this. So I went. And it was so good. I was... The the crying towel was in tow. (laughs) That's Um, great. Evanescence opened up for them. Oh, that's not, a great double bill, though. And that's not a band I really liked, but holy crap, did they bring it. Yeah, she their can sing bass, her ass off, right? And their bass player is phenomenal. That's a great double bill. And uh, it was it I feel was like great. that's two A-list bands. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. All right, I mean, so, cry, it was a sold-out show. Yeah, so what's the song from Muse? The, uh, the song is called Won't Stand Down. It's from their 2022 latest album, Will of the People. And obviously, always, as Muse is, it's pretty political. So So buckle up, people. Buckle up. Here we go. Won't stand down from the iTunes Music Store. 
that I would concede and get myself blown asunder You strung me along, I thought I was strong, but now you have pushed me under I've opened my eyes and counted the lies and now it is clearer to me You are just a user and an abuser and I refuse to take it heavy bullshit that was great i was floored when i realized that this was a trio where did they play what venue when i saw them yeah united center all right and it was sold out now is that a is that a drive for you is that a haul that was an hour and a half drive okay worth it Oh, definitely worth it. Worth it. And uh, because I was alone and the um, United Center is just south of the South Loop, I uh, got paid a little extra for some good parking so I wouldn't have to walk walk around. You're a lady alone. Yeah. So it was easy peasy. All right, cool. All right. So since you have more songs than me, I didn't realize that. Um, I should have because you sent them to me. But I... uh, so I'm just calling an audible while we're while we're here. So this band didn't used to be a three piece. Okay. But in 1978 they became a three piece. They even called their album that came out as a three piece and then there were three. Oh. So this is Genesis. I don't like this album either. I don't like and then there were three, but oh no, Lisa has her hand. Do you need the crying towel? No. This song is called, I love this song, but I don't like this song, this album that much. Maybe I need to revisit it. This song is called Follow You, Follow Me. You know what? Perfect time for me to get another high noon. Boy, here we go. Lisa's leaving. (laughs) Rock, rock, bullshit. Kind of. Also, Yacht Rocky. Did you hear that? Just cracked it open, splashed in my face. I need the crying towel to wipe high noon off my face. All right, fading it down so that Lisa will put her headphones on. All right, there you go. You avoided it. If you listen to this episode back, are you going to avoid that? Like the plague? No, no. You'll let it play. Yeah, I'll let it play. Let, let it play through. I'll let it play. All right. You're up again. Oh, oh my. Okay. We are doing The Jam. And uh, this is from their 1980 album, Sound Effects. It's called Start. One of Mike Siegel's favorites. Because I'm not, 
I'm not doing a town call malice. That's been overplayed. <laughs> right, right. Even though it is a jam by the jam. All right, here's the song. Start with an exclamation point. Damn straight. This is good. Never heard this song before. All right. So good. All right. So I'm calling an audible again because I don't have another song right now. So... 80s Lisa might like this. It's from 1985. Okay. I believe it's a band you like, too. It's a band that I don't really like, but I do have a couple of their albums in my iTunes nonetheless. I can't believe you missed this band. This is Aha. (laughs) Do you like that band? Love that band. Yeah, you're right. This is The Sun Always Shines on TV. Oh, yeah. Bring it on. I do like this song. documentary out about these guys right now mm-hmm. it looks so interesting North. yeah i'm gonna watch it it seems like they don't get along that well in the documentary they have their ups and downs they've been together for a long time yeah fighting over the tampons God damn you, Pat. <laughs> what the hell? Wow. This song's great, though. Ooh. All right, fading it down. Good tune. Cried during this concert, too. <laughs> when did you see them? In the 80s? Oh, no. Recently, no. they still tour. Yeah, um, they don't come to Chicago often. I saw them maybe ten years ago. They came to Chicago. All right, they just came here. They did three nights at the Wiltern not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. If I if I was independently wealthy, I would have been here for that. Yeah, I often think about that. It's like, oh, you know what? I fucking fly over there for that. I go to Europe for that show or that tour. Oh my god! First class. You know, if you like, if you want like that. You know, when the lotto's like a billion dollars, mm-hmm. it's like, my mom's always like, what would you do if you won a billion dollars? I'm like, that's, there's a lot of, what's my phrase I use? I go, there's a lot of responsibility with winning that much money. What do you mean? Okay, Spider-Man. I'm just like, you know, how could you walk by any homeless person? That's It'd be true. so difficult. Well, you wouldn't walk by because you'd be rolling around in your brand new wheels. Oh, I would never go where those people were. If I was a billionaire, I'd never walk by. In fact, you wouldn't a even hobo. be driving. You'd be flying no. everywhere. You'd be like, you know what? Let me get my no, helicopter. I'd be ignoring those people right and left. I just wouldn't see them. I'd have blinders. I'd have a pair of blinders made. Yeah, there you go. Really long, like like 
afoot because you wouldn't be driving. It would be so difficult. You would have a driver. It would be hard. Like you'd have to help out everybody, and you'd and you'd gladly do it. Yeah. Because like, I'm gonna pay your mortgage off. That'd be like if I had a dollar and you said, "Can can I borrow a nickel?" Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what it would be like. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All your kids are going to college. Here's the money. Yeah. Crazy. Yep, you're set for life. You don't have to worry about your home. Exactly, exactly. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, your turn, Lisa. Okay. Uh, Concrete Blonde. This is a great song. Really good song. Uh, The album was Bloodletting. Mm -hmm. And I picked this song specifically because I have a two-year-old Australian cattle dog that we named Joe. Mm -hmm. You you named him after a kangaroo. Yeah. Yeah, baby kangaroo. All right. So I thought, oh, Joey. So... This is from the uh, 20th anniversary edition of this album. I think I purchased it recently because John Mutford was touting it online. I'm like, you know what? I never heard that album. I should listen to it. It's a good album. I saw them several times in concert. Who's the singer? Jeanette. Jeanette something. Something. I believe, I think Tom. Starts with an N. I think Tom Peterson of Cheap Trick, when he wasn't in Cheap Trick, played with them for a while. Really? I I don't, yeah. I don't know how much. I don't think he appears on any albums, but I think he toured with them for a little bit. That'd be funny if I saw him. You might have. Johnette Napolitano. Yes, that's it. And you did a great job of pronouncing that. I would have not been able to do that. Speaking of pronunciation. I would have been like, Napolito. Speaking of pronunciations, mm-hmm. so saw Murray last night, right? Uh-huh. The MC pronounced his name wrong. Oh, my God. And I don't know if Murray caught it. But I was like, the hell is wrong How with How bad you? was it? It was like, please welcome asshole. <laughs> was it that bad? Murray is not an asshole. Please welcome dickhead. <laughs> He's not a dickhead either. Stop, <laughs> stop. He said- You may know him best as Cockbone. <laughs> oh my God. Please welcome <laughs> jerk face. <laughs> Are you done? I'm done. Siegel, Siegel will hear all this. Murray will never listen. You know, I I always say, "Hey Murray, listen to this. It's my episode." Nope. He's a, he's like he's like I'll listen to it when I'm in the car when I'm you know. Sometimes he about. listens and he'll say, "Oh, that was that, you and Schmidt. You were really funny or whatever." Well, now we'll know if he listens because he'll be like, that's "Hey, right. hey, hey." That's right. He'll go, "Hey, Jagbone," and I'll go, "No, that's your name." <laughs> oh my god! All right, but the guy called him. Okay, so it's Valeriano, and he said, "Mr. Zoffries." Oh my. god. God, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Shut up, because it's. I'm trying to say it as he said. Okay, I'm gonna be quiet. Valeriano. Uh, it's not terrible. It's enough. If you know it, it 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 was wrong, and they right. should. It should not have been wrong. I Especially get it. if he was one of the last ones going up. True. I mean. Yeah. Get the person's name right. I mean, it's, yeah. it's it's the it's the easiest thing you should be able to do, right? Yeah, he was not the rookie. He is he is the seasoned, you know, right pro. Right, get his damn name right. Get his name I was, right. I was 
uh, irked. And I don't know if he heard it. So if he's listening to this episode, he's probably like raging right now because he probably didn't even notice that guy did it. Sorry, Mer. Yeah, it's rough. I was outraged on your behalf, pal. <laughs> um, here we go. Some Joey. I love when singers have two completely different sounds. Yeah. And then they do it in the same song. You're thinking the whole beginning of this song, that's going to be her tone. Yep, the whole for the way. whole time. And then she blows your hair back, changes it up. Love it. So good. All right. I got something for you. Hold on. Oh, God. You're going to like it. No, I'm not. I think you'll like it. Okay. I can only have a scene that's got a story to repeat. All right. So here's my story. This is about this is about introductions. And I've told this before. One time when I was doing stand-up, the MC's like, well, what's your intro? Have you done TV? Have you done any what do you want me to say? I'm like, just just get my name right. Just, you know, just here's your feature act, Pat Francis. But then you want me to add anything, you know, comedy, you know, clubs and colleges or have you, uh, Jay Leno. I'm like, well, I haven't been on Jay Leno. So no, don't say that. I go, just, you know, just, you know, just say, please welcome your feature act, Pat Francis. Yeah, straightforward, man. So he finishes his, his act. He's bringing me up. He, he added some bullshit credits that weren't my credits. I'm like, Jesus Christ. You know, when you add, when you say fake credits... You, it's on you. You build, and then you build the audience up to think, "Oh, this guy's been on all these shows." And then you, anyway. And then to top it off, he goes, "Please welcome Frank Kirkpatrick." The fuck what? Frank Kirkpatrick, instead of Pat Francis, Frank Kirkpatrick. The hell? <laughs> it's not. I mean, it's look. I'm not going to say it's not even close because Patrick's in there and Frank Francis, no, no. but but it's not even close. Wow. What? Yeah. And um, I'm pretty sure the first five minutes was making fun of him doing, like, I think I, I, I probably said I wasn't on the shows. My name's not even Frank Kirkpatrick. Yeah. Fucking but nail him to the Man, what that. the fuck? What a mess. That's just a mess. Wow. And I was mad about Valeriano. I know. I know. All right. I'm calling an audible. 
because I don't have a song. I'm going to like this? You, I think you're really going to like this. This is from 1985, so 80s Lisa. Okay. I got like three I can play. I'm going to play this one now. This is a great, I, I can't imagine you won't like this song. I'm buckling up. Do you want me to even tell you the band or should I just no, let it no. play? No, Let it roll, my right. friend. Right, she's giving me the nod. The Dream Academy. Life in a northern town. The Salvation Army band played And the children drunk lemonade And the morning lasted all day how are these guys not on those 80s package tours where they come out and sing three songs? I know, that's weird. Like, Life in a Northern Town, The Edge of Forever, Love Parade. Come on. Were they popular in the U.S.? I mean, I knew these I knew these songs from MTV or from some John Hughes movies. David Gilmour worked on some of their albums. Lindsey Buckingham did some stuff on one of their albums. Wow. I mean, yeah. I only really knew them from Rock Over London. All right. They were the ones that knocked the damned off the charts. So I was angry with them for a while. This is them from the Ferris Bueller soundtrack. Please, please, please let me get what I want. They did a version of that. Really? I never knew that was them. Yeah. Because I, I always loved that scene in the music because that's when Cameron's looking at that mm -hmm. Surratt yeah. painting. Losing his mind. Having a mental breakdown. Yeah. Do you blame him? And now you know. Asshole dad. They were on the uh, U.S. charts. There you go. And now you know. And now you know. The more you know. All right. What's next from you? Okay. Uh, this is my last one. The, oh, whoa, what? All right. Hold on a second. Let me see Do if I... Do you know how to count? Uh, yeah. sake. Let me play one more and then we'll, that'll be the play out. Because I heard this on the radio just the other night. I heard this on the radio just like two days ago. And I'm like, oh my God. And, okay. And it's... Uh, I'm just straight up staring at him right now, this is a band. This is a band, I think, this is one of those bands that I think people love or hate. And Bl where do I fall? Do you I think? don't know. I think hate. Oh, dandy. Blink-182? Oh, God. The song's called The Rock Show. Headphones off. 
song was called the juice bar i fell in love with the girl at the juice bar then i think you would like it be quiet Pat. 2001 that's uh from the um from the album take off your pants and jacket and oh, that's and, uh i didn't get that joke i, didn't really? get joke I got for, it immediately yeah, i didn't get that joke for like 25 years i, I had no idea i was like oh oh, oh. I, I never got that never got it so stupid such a stupid joke and i never got it Never did. My son is 22. Mm-hmm. And he knows if he really, really, really wants to get under my skin, <laughs> he will say, how come you don't like real punk? You know, like Blink-182. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's Infu- on. It's infuriating. I'm chasing him around the house. And he's like six six foot, yeah. you know. So he's got me like waddling after him, screaming. He's just like, hee hee. So... Yeah, good choice. I mean, how did I not get that joke? They're, they're, the album before that was Enema of the State instead of Enemy of the State. That's the one with the woman yeah. snapping the, yeah. Yeah, how did I not Classy. take off your pants and jacket? That is hilarious. That's actually hilarious. I'll give them a point for that one. All right. And I can't believe you didn't get that. I know, it's so stupid. Okay, <laughs> let's tell people where we can find us. You on Twitter, at? ALA005. 80s Lisa. Yes. We are at Rock Solid Show. Go to rocksolidpodcast.com for all things about the show. Instagram is at Rock Solid Show. I'm still bummed that I didn't make it at Rock Solid Pod. Like, podcast didn't fit. It was too many characters. So I went with show when I should have went with pod, right? Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. And you can't change it. Yeah. It won't let you change it. Yeah. Uh, Patreon. That was not me. I know. Patreon.com forward slash rock solid podcast if you want to support the show for as little as two dollars a month. A bargain basement. It's a bargain. You win one fucking prize, you're in the money. You're in it. I have won numerous times. I'll tell you, it's, not that it's many it's worth it. Not it that many people, not many people enter the contest. Yeah. So your chances to win are good. That's yeah. why there's multiple winners all the time. Yeah. And these aren't crappy prizes. No, never a crappy prizes. prize. Never a crappy prize. Good prizes. Uh, Signed. Signed, signed uh, yeah. I used to be signed a lot when I would have people in person. Yeah, I got books coming up. I got CDs coming up. I got Billy Joel colored vinyl. I got tons of stuff, and I'm always working it to get prizes. Oh, and another thing, I never said I'd give a prize away every week. Yeah, but it seems like I do. I think this year, I think I took one week off so far. Was there a riot? Where people like where you'd be surprised when someone you'll get an email that no prize last week. Yeah, I fucking didn't promise a prize every week. Yeah, damn people. Jesus Christ! I gotta mail them out. Come on. Yeah, yeah, and two dollars for Patreon. Come on. Come on, two dollars. Two dollars. Two dollars a month. That's twenty. Two dollars a month. It's not two dollars a week. It's yeah. fifty cents a week. Yeah. I love this fake angry guy. Jesus Christ! Come oh. on. All right. Lisa, thank you for being here. Another fun show with you. Thank you. I always a pleasure. You're a wonderful host. Well, a lot Terrible of people a lot of people don't think so because they won't give me a two dollars a month. Yeah. They don't think I'm worth fifty cents a week. <laughs> All right. You what are. what's your playoffs? Of course that, that, I don't know if that's even a compliment. You're worth fifty cents a week, Pat. <laughs> you certainly are. All right. What is your playout song? My playout song is The Violent Femmes, mm-hmm. Kiss Off. 
All right. From their 1983 album. Self-titled album. And in high school, whenever anyone got in trouble, this is before Van Halen Hot for Teacher. Okay. Because then everyone used those. But everyone be like, this will go down on your permanent record. That is from this <laughs> album. And it's a banger. And I saw them in concert in 1997. All right. They did um, the Q101 Backyard Barbecue nice. in Chicago. And it was them and NXS. And if I am correct, it was one of Michael Hutchins' last shows. Uh. And I was in the front and i am so glad i went and i am so glad i fought that crowd and got up in front and so saw sad. him two shows now we've talked about michael hutchins on because he's awesome all right we'll bring him up again this is from 1983 this is kiss off thank you lisa thank you pat thank you mary valeriwala <laughs> Someone, a person to talk to Someone who'd care to love Could it be you? Could it be you? The situation gets rough Then I start to panic It's not enough It's just a habit A kid, you're sick Well, darling, Miss sick You can all just kiss off into the air Behind my back I can see them stare They'll hurt me bad But I won't mind They'll hurt me bad, they do it all the time Yeah, yeah Yeah, they do it all the time Yeah, yeah They do it all the time 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 I hope you know that this will go down on your permanent record All right, I have to pee. So fine. this will be cut out. Oh, fine. Because I just can't. This is too much. Oh, look at or, this. I'll be right back. Okay, so, you know, I'm I'm staying here, and he just went into my bathroom. Didn't even ask. Didn't even say, hey, I'm going to use your bathroom. Just Just go right in there. No problem. That's okay. It's taking him a while. Maybe I'll get another high noon. Yeah. And I know who you are who don't like Muse, so I'm sorry I blasted your ears out with the pain, but, you know, you can handle 60 seconds of Muse. Maybe they gained a fan or two. There you go. Now Pat's going to come back and say, well, you talked this whole time, and I'll say, yeah, now he's got to listen to what I said because he's going to be curious. He's not going to let it fly. Oh, here he comes. Okay. I'm just going to pretend I didn't say anything. He's washing his hands. Okay. Of course he is. He's a gentleman. All right. There you go.